Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Coffee and cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. The crowds the last two or three games have been off the charts. I expect tomorrow night to be very similar. I mean, it's uh, one of the biggest games we played here in a while. 124 to go. Nemar to the bucket. Up and in. Shireman. Elevator play. Ooh. That feels like a huge bucket. Paluma driving and finishing. John Fanta currently on his way to Omaha for tonight's men's basketball game between the Marquette Golden Eagles and the Creighton Blue Jays. So we are trying to uh, get in touch with him. But, you know, as travel days go, who really knows when when someone's available via flight and when it lands and when you're going, if That's you're at the airport, are you through security, whatever it is. That's all I could think about last night with Nebraska baseball and the time limit. I was like, wow, if we're going commercial, man, you guys don't have much margin for error. And what time was that flight? Well, if, leaving. You, if you quit at five, five yeah. would you say it's okay to say that the flight eight? was at I, – I was thinking even earlier. No way. You think eight's a, a good time to get – So let's say you couldn't start – you couldn't throw a pitch or start an inning after five. You're not getting out of there before six. 35 minutes to the airport. Yeah. 40 minutes for check-in. Yeah, you're probably right. 8 o'clock. Yeah. It's probably a safe one. Um, but who knows? I don't think it takes John Fanta that long to get through security nah. as it does. My man's probably Nebraska flying first baseball. class. <laughs> who sent him a plane? I don't know. We'll <laughs> find out. John, good morning. How are you? What's going on, John? Doing great, guys. How are you? Oh. Great. Do you fly first class? <laughs> No, I was I was in the back cabin today. I was uh, on Delta. My rewards is with United, so sometimes I'll get the upgrade to first class with United. Uh, but with uh, getting out to Omaha, Delta was the best route. Hey, it's interesting, and we try not to be victims of hyperbole because there have been some big ones at CHI. But safe to say this one is the biggest of the season to date for the Jays in 2023? 100%. There's no question about that. And with the last couple of years, the way that they've gone, and and COVID, obviously, I think this one just means more here tonight because you're going to have an absolute zoo inside that building. And Creighton and Marquette have played some epic battles through the years in the Big East. It's actually been one of the more underrated rivalries, if you will, because time and again, they've just played wild games. I mean, remember the year that that a shot should not have counted for Marquette in Omaha? I'm sure Creighton fans remember that, and, and, and it ended up going to, what, overtime, double overtime, 
and Marquette found a way to win that game. There's been times where Creighton has gone into Marquette and has won some crazy games. Last year, there was a game in Milwaukee that went all the way to double overtime. So, you know, these two teams have played some epic battles, and I think that tonight is definitely the biggest game of the year for Creighton. It's the biggest game of the year for Marquette, and I expect it to be played at such a high, high level because you think about the Golden Eagles and what they do offensively, and you think about this Creighton team who's played as well as anybody over the last month. So it's it's going to be absolutely sensational in there tonight, and that atmosphere is one of the best in college basketball. Yeah, John, you know, what are you looking forward to uh, most traveling here to cover this matchup? And, you know, how can Creighton rewrite the story from uh, back in December? Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the atmosphere live and, and being in that building because it's been too long since I've been inside CHI Health Center Omaha. I've not been in person for a game in three years, so mm. I'm really looking forward to being inside the building tonight. Um, in terms of you know, how can Creighton handle this game and, and what do they need to do, here's the thing. Feed Calk. Mm. you have got to give Ryan Cogburn of the ball early and often. This Marquette team, guys, they want to play fast. They want to play a style that allows for more possessions and allows them to score because they've been one of the better offensive teams in college basketball. So I think it's really important tonight for Creighton to be able to say, okay, well, how do we hold Marquette at bay offensively and how do we expose the matchups that they're going to have problems with? And at the end of the day, Kalkbrenner did not play in the first meeting between these two teams. But last year, guys, he combined for over 50 points uh, in the meetings with Marquette and shot 21 for 27 from the floor. He was dominant. So, I mean, 21 for 27 from the floor against one team combined last year. It was ridiculous. So, Creighton has got to feed him, um, and they've got to find a way to guard Tyler Kolick. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, what makes this Marquette team so special, what makes them a potential Sweet 16 Elite 18, is that they have had elite point guard play. This is a night where Ryan Nemhard and Trey Alexander have to be connected on the defensive end of the floor, and they've got to guard here tonight and make life difficult for Kolick. Because if you let Kolick get to the places, that he wants to get to, Marquette can flourish because they've got the pieces around him to hit shots and to score the ball. John, let me ask you this because something has to give, right? We know what Marquette does inside the arc uh, among the nation's tops in two-point field goal percentage near the top. The offensive efficiency is off the charts per 100 possessions. Creighton, the best defensive team in the Big East. Who makes the easier adjustment? Is offense more portable, or do you like Creighton's defensive prowess at home at CHI? Yeah, I think that when you look at at the Big East guys, these top four teams have not lost a home game in conference play. That's absurd. I mean, the home court advantage does mean something. It means a ton. And I think it is easier for Creighton to adjust defensively against Marquette because at the end of the day, Marquette's going to have to shoot with a background of students going wild tonight. And there's no analytics or metrics that support it (laughs) other than the fact that look at the records. 
I mean, look at the record. The, the home team has won in this league. And so it's going to be hard for Marquette tonight because I think they're going to go through periods of the game where maybe shots aren't falling. So how do they tough it out like they did last week against Xavier in Milwaukee? Now they did it on their home court. I do think it'll be interesting, and I, and I don't know how you both feel about this, but here's the one thing that I think is interesting with Creighton. Creighton has been able to win a lot of these games that are grinded out, defensive wars that come down to three or four possessions, and they just gut it out. Mm-hmm. At Providence, different story. But what does happen? What happens if Marquette is knocking down threes like crazy? And this is a game that gets decided in the 80s. Is Creighton able to hit perimeter shots on the other side? That's the one dimension to Creighton. And it's ironic because it's whenever Creighton. we've talked Creighton basketball <laughs> over the years, it's Creighton. Yeah. But that's the one interesting dimension to Creighton is I'm waiting, and this is just for their, their overall good march. You're waiting for a team to come out like Xavier did at the Sintosh Center when those two teams first met. And Creighton actually punched back. They were hitting shots too. But what happens if a team is hitting perimeter shots? Does Creighton have the wherewithal to actually answer with make perimeter shots of their own? I don't think that's what it will take tonight because I think they could just guard Marquette better than Marquette can guard them. But if it ever did come to that, I still have faith in, in Creighton, but I do think in that instance, guys, that's why you brought Baylor Shireman to Omaha. He would have to step up in that moment. He can't be missing his open threes. John, got about a minute and a half here, but as you look across the Big East, it's not very often you see four teams competing for that top spot and being so close. You have Marquette at 13-3 and three and then a bunch of 12-4 and four teams below. Uh, in regards to looking at the tiebreakers and, and, and moving forward toward Big East uh, Conference Championship play, what are you kind of seeing here? How do those kind of lay out? Where is your head at with all of that? Well, this race is over tonight if Marquette wins this game. I mean, they're, they'll lock up the regular season yeah. title with a win here this evening, but I don't think that's going to happen here. I think Creighton wins. Now, where's my head at my head? Well, it, the remainder of this race, it could come down to a tie. And to let all your listeners know that if we do have a tie, because all these teams have won their home games, all their head-to-heads, for the most part, like Creighton and Marquette, their head-to-head results are the same, meaning there's two methods that this comes down to. A coin toss, which is not going to come down to that. <laughs> It'll come down to the second-to-last method, which is the net ranking. And I haven't checked the net this morning, but the last couple of days it's been Creighton with a net of 13 and Marquette with a net of 14. So if it comes down to both those teams at 16 and 4, we will wait until Sunday morning. Sunday, March the 5th, (laughs) the day after the regular season finale day, for the net rankings to come out that Sunday morning. You grab a coffee, and you'll find out if you're the one or the two seed. That's awesome. John, we appreciate your time as always, and uh, have fun tonight. Looking forward to seeing you, John. Be safe. You know, you know, you guys asked me what I'm really looking forward to in Omaha. I'm I'm excited to spend Fat Tuesday in Omaha. (laughs) Yeah! All right. (laughs) We'll see you, buddy. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Hey, more coffee and cream next.